Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Hey, welcome back to the show. As my grandmother would say, Steve, if you eat the green peas first, you can always enjoy a meal later. And then you can have my coconut cream pie afterwards. And boy, that coconut cream pie was the best. My grandmother had always made some great pies that I've always enjoyed. So let's do as she says. Let's eat our green peas. What does that have to do with our show? Unfortunately, the green peas is bad news. Uh, for me personally, I don't like green peas. If you do, God bless you and more power to you. What this has to do is that Julia and I have spoken. And unfortunately, she has taken an absence permanently. There are some things that she needs to tend to um, personally. And we do wish you the best, Julia, and do hope that you find whatever is going to bless you and joy in this life. Now, the steak of the potatoes, that's going to be this show, the dessert. Well, I am proud to announce that I do have a co-host coming up. And this person is such a delight that I think you will enjoy this person as well. Notice I haven't revealed the gender yet. I do hope that you will stay tuned so you will find out who this person is and yes they have been on the show before so that means you may have to listen to all the podcasts no i won't torture you that way we will uh, be announcing the co-host later uh and hopefully that you will stick around one of the things that i do want to address now that we got our dessert appetizer out of the way so to speak and the green peas of the bad news of Julia leaving, I do want to kind of talk to you a little bit about relationships. One of the things that I'm fascinated with is when I talk to other people in my office or I talk to people in a, in a personal standpoint. The, the church that I tend to is going through a series called I'm Fine. You ever go to a friend and you say, how are you? I'm fine. And we just think about that for a moment. I'm fine. But are they really, I'm fine? If we were to ask Robin Williams today, if he was still alive, how are you? I'm fine. But he really wasn't fine because he's no longer here with us. And we do miss him in regard to his funny humor one of the things to think about when engaging in a person's life they may seem strong but when you ask them how are they doing what does that mean i'm fine now it really may mean that they are fine but deep down have you noticed something different have you noticed anything off? That means sometimes we just have to get out of our phone, our iPads, whatever the distraction is. Because saying that we're fine and when we aren't can be a way to deny painful feelings. 
it doesn't help us because we avoid conflict and we pretend that we don't have problems. Some people tend to minimize their feelings and needs and are afraid of conflict, often due to trauma that's happened in their past. I know we all say it at time, in short, it's sweet, I'm fine. But what if we dig a little deeper? What if we go into, I say, that I'm fine. Do you find yourself when you say the expression I'm fine as a way to shield yourself from painful feelings? You know, sometimes we grew up in the families and we weren't allowed to be angry or sad. Ever grow up in, in your household, maybe you were told to stop crying? Or if you try to express your feelings, it was your back talking. Or feelings were numbed with food or alcohol or compulsive behaviors as we grew older. You know, anxiety also causes a lot of issues of emotional eating. Sometimes it's out of boredom. Sometimes it's out of nervousness. But if those of us who grew up with parents who couldn't regulate their own emotions. Or in other words, if you had a parent who uh, was avoid, uh, avoiding anxiety or anger, or they expressed anger, or a parent who was deeply depressed, maybe uh, unconsciously compelled to avoid your feelings of sadness, grief, or hopeless because of your parent was that way. And then after years of suppressing and numbing your feelings, you may not even be aware of them and may say, I'm fine because I really don't know how I feel or I really don't want you to know really what's going on the inside. It, it's funny how sometimes in our background growing up that Maybe you were punished for asking for something for your needs, or you may be ignored. And what happens is this, that we get into a conditioned behavior. When this happens repeatedly, we learn that we shouldn't ask for anything. Because we internalize with our own voice that no one just cares about me because of my needs are not being met. Well, what happens if we say or somebody else says, I'm fine? Is it that we're fine to avoid conflict? Because really sharing our true feelings or opinions might cause someone to get angry with us. And that's scary. Or it makes you feel uncomfortable because you have this people pleaser mode in you. And you really don't want somebody mad at you. So I'm fine. I don't want to burden you down. I don't want to cause a, a rejection of my feelings because you don't have the time to really listen. And so a history of dysfunctional relationships or a fragile self-esteem can lead us to believe that people don't like us. And so our record player, if you would, in our mind 
CD player, MP3 player, however you want to look at it, get stuck sometimes on just one message. And so by saying, fine, we've learned to avoid our problems. Ah, I don't have a problem. I don't want to acknowledge my problem because then it means I have to face them or admit to ourselves that we're not happy, that our lives aren't perfect and we may need help. But to deny our problems and feelings because they're so overwhelming, we don't know what to do with our feelings or how to solve our problems, we just avoid them. So what will you do to acknowledge and deal with your feelings, fear of conflict and problems? It's not easy to start digging in the messiness stuff beneath the surface. You know the old saying, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? That was kind of my theme in the home. Whatever happens in the home stays in the home. We argue in the car going to church, get out to church, hey, everybody smile. And it's right back to sad faces when we get back in going back home again. We have to stop pretending and take ownership. Now, I didn't let that define me because I figured out a way to be expressive of my emotions. And when you're finding yourself that Acknowledging when you're not fine and you're struggling, hurt and afraid. That's what coached soul is about. To empower you to know that you're not alone in your emotions or feelings. We all have stuff in our life. We all do. And what I don't understand is what makes someone more God-like and thinking that you could put the other person down because they're not feeling so well. Or you exposed me. We all have to acknowledge there are some points of stress, anxiety. It's what we do with it that makes the difference. Remember, feelings or emotions are not good or bad. But we judge them. As if they were. And uh, often we may need to realign our thinking and look at that our feelings and emotions are sometimes just messengers that are delivering helpful insight to who you are as a person. Be curious. Yeah, I might hurt. Do I want to go to a dentist because I know it's going to hurt? Well, no. Thank God for uh, Novocaine. You feel like you can't talk when you get done like I just did. But, you know, it's when you think about it, in the end, it just makes your teeth feel better. The pain is longer there because we extracted it. When we're able to find that one person who doesn't judge us, and have that safe place. We can really be able to evolve from our emotions. Find someone that you can be able to validate your feelings and needs. 
validate your own feelings and needs and be more true to yourself, regardless of what other people may think. Find your circle. And you say, well, maybe I don't fit in over here. Well, change your circle. That can make a difference too. If somebody says, hey, how are things with you? And you try to explain and they automatically switch it to a topic about themselves, but they never acknowledge or provide empathy. That's narcissism. Run. Find someone who really is empathetic about you. Understand that your feelings mean something. But if you find yourself all the time in your feelings and emotions and it's not being resolved, then it's time to look elsewhere to find some resolvement. Because it's just like being a dryer. We're going around and around and around. So one of the things that I want you to really think about, whether it's you or someone, I find mask what you're really wanting to say. I find becomes that comfort zone because as I am struggling, but really don't want you to know that because it makes me feel weak. I'm fine because I don't want you to know how I really feel because I already feel the judgment. I don't want your pity because I don't want to feel well and I don't want you to try to cure me. I'm fine. I'm here. I showed up. I got dressed and I'm finding to get through the day in one piece. I may have already tried explaining to you once before and it didn't go so well. So I'm fine. You're sick again? It's not a response I feel like hearing sometimes when I hear I'm fine. There are a lot of different ways that people say I'm fine. There are a lot of ways that you say that I'm fine. But there are ways to be able to work through anxiety. There are ways to work through the feelings of loneliness, that nobody is there. There are people who truly do care. There are people who truly do want to listen. And sometimes it's making sure that we're in the right opportunity, right time. I mean, if somebody's busy doing something, let's say it's your spouse cooking, do you really think that's a good opportunity time to gain their full attention while they're in the middle of something? So when you think about the, the thought, I'm fine, and you want to express it, find the safe spot. Find a place that you can know that somebody you can talk to. And, and for those who listen to the I'm fine, be 
present. It's important to be mindful of the tone and the context of the conversation and respond accordingly. For therapists, acknowledge their response. Continue with your original purpose. Great to hear. So let's get started. You know, sometimes people do, do say I'm fine as a way of ending our conversation so they can respect their boundaries and move on to another topic. But how do we deal with our feelings and emotions is what's important. And uh, when we have anxiety, it stems from fear. Fear of acknowledging the known. And it's important that your feelings are important. So we talked a little bit about some of the feelings and emotions. So Steve, how, how do we deal with this anxiety and feelings and complacency? Because often the, these things are, are challenging. Here are some steps that I think are beneficial that could help with the I'm fine, I'm fine syndrome. Identify triggers. It's what are those situations or thoughts that tend to make you feel anxious or complacent? Because by understanding your triggers, it can help you to develop coping skills. Now, coping skills, what's healthy? It's not coping skill of alcohol is going to make me fine. We need something healthier by meditation. Long walks, exercise to be able to feel better. And that leads into point two is practice relaxation techniques deep breathing, meditation, muscle relaxing. One of the things that I've been learning that when I have twitches or cramps in my legs or, or somewhere, I've learned that too much caffeine drains me of my magnesium. And when your body is not producing enough magnesium, oftentimes it can lead into cramps and twitches. I mean, there's other things too. I, I not a doctor, not providing doctoral advice here. I'm just saying, be aware of your body and how it feels. The other thing that we sometimes may not do, because I often have caught myself in the past about challenging my thinking, especially negative thinking. I don't feel good today. It's going to be a bad day today. Okay, challenge that thought. How do you know it's going to be a bad day? Just because you feel it doesn't mean it's going to be that way. It's easy to fall into the negative thinking patterns. But examine the evidence and think more positive. Anxiety strives from the fear of the unknown. Not having enough information. It's focusing on what we don't have. Which means that it goes into the other point that we need to set achievable goals. When we think about setting, achieving, and goals, it's being realistic and achievable goals that can help you feel more focused and motivated. Now, what's achievable goals? Let's say you're 200 pounds and you want to lose 50 pounds in a week. 
that's not it, it's possible but is it really realistic and is it going to be helpful so setting realistic goals is by challenging them seek support hey is this goal possible seek support when you're feeling complacent of i'm fine but remember it's finding that safe place to be do you go to a person and say hey they say, how are you? I'm fine. I would like to tell you that this, 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 and this. But that person shifts gears and makes it about themselves. Well, I'm hurting today and da-da-da-da. And they're not really interested in what you have to say. Find someone who's really wanting to listen, to validate, to provide empathy for what you're answering to. A mental health professional can definitely help you sort out your feelings and emotions. And like I always tell people, therapists are like shoes. You got to find the right pair to try them on. And therapy is meant for a workout. You go to the gym to work out to either strengthen your muscles or to get the exercise or the cardio. Therapy just does the same thing, but it's just with your mind. So remember when dealing with anxiety and feelings of complacency is just a process and it takes time. The thing that I want you to be aware about is just be patient with yourself. Take things one step at a time. It's hard. It's difficult. You're still, you're listening to a person who overcame a 34% chance of living. By 2021, no more cancer, won't come back. I had other issues prior to that that caused a spouse to leave. That's on her. But my life is thriving. Went on a solo cruise. Pushed myself and went on a vacation by myself. You don't know who you are unless you push yourself. The past is who has made me to be who I am, to be empathetic, sympathetic, and a good listener, and trying to help other people who are hurting. Doesn't mean that I became invincible. I'm still a human being. There are going to be days you ask me, how are you? I'm fine. Do you really want to listen? So, folks, the thing about it is, is being aware of your feelings and emotions. The issue is, is, is trying to not get stuck in those emotions and feelings. It's learning how to find that one person that creates a safe place for you that's willing to listen to, are you fine? Well, here we are at the end of the show, and the dessert is coming. You have to stay tuned because it's coming. I can't tell you, but it's coming. If you like Rocky Road ice cream or coconut cream pie or whatever your favorite dessert is, you will have a nice treat of who's going to be the new co-host of Coach Soul. Until next time, be safe. Remember, be mindful about your feelings. And there are those who truly care 
just seek them out because you'll know who they are. Take care and God bless. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind. Thank you.